Hi, welcome to the British Culture Club, a blog, podcast and videos exploring British culture. If you're planning to live, work or study in the UK, if you're working with British companies, we'll help explain some of the mysteries of British culture, the customs and the English language. In this episode, Slovenka and I will be discussing the great British summer. We're going to be talking about weather, sports, activities, festivals and food. Just before we start, if you're learning English, reading the text of this podcast while you're listening to it is a really great way to improve your English. So if you'd like to do that, go to the link to the British Culture Club homepage in the show notes and go to our website in order to read the text while you're listening to it. Now, Slovenka is one of the British Culture Club team. She runs a fantastic language school in Bath called Languages United. Hello, everyone. First of all, let me introduce myself. I'm Dan. I was born in the UK. I was born in Surrey, just south of London. And I've always lived in the UK. So I've been brought up in British culture. Well, I am not originally from the UK and I studied British culture at university in Zagreb in Croatia. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't really, you know, studying a, a language and culture does not really prepare you for the life in the country. It's the actual living in the country that prepares you best for that. I have lived uh, in UK for 30 years now and I've discovered the British culture myself. So I'm going to give my own insights into this discussion. Great. First of all, when we were talking about the Great British Summer, I thought, well, I'm going to look it up. So I looked in the Oxford English Dictionary Mm -hmm. and it defines summer as the season between spring and autumn. And of course, that's at a different time of year in the different hemispheres. In the Northern Hemisphere, in the UK, summer is generally thought of between June and August. The word itself is from Old English or Anglo-Saxon, as it's sometimes called. So it's originally of Germanic origin. Rosanna, who's one of the team, wrote an article on the Great British Summer recently. If you'd like to read the article, by the way, it's on our website. Again, link in the show notes. But in that article, there's a great quote which says, Summer is all about sunshine, showers and strawberries. (laughs) Yes, I like that quote. Um, Interesting that it mentions the weather and food and... The British always seem to be talking about the weather. Yeah. Why why do you think that is? We're an island. So, I mean, in in some countries, the weather forecast will say the same for months on end. Here, uh, you're lucky if the weather forecast stays the same for more than a few hours. Because where I'm sitting, only 20 miles away from the coast. So, the weather can change very quickly. It's always a good topic of conversation you know it's a good um, starting point of a conversation when you say hello to someone Rosanna asked a few people about this and here she is speaking to Robbie hello Robbie thank you so much for joining us today you live 
in England, in the south of England. You live and work here. Can you tell us a little bit more about what makes the British summer so unique for you? Hi, Rosie. Yes, I think because we've kind of in the UK, we are very famous for our rainy weather and cloudy weather throughout, you know, winter, spring and and autumn at times. And it can be quite unpredictable. I feel like the British summer is so important because we finally get to go out of our houses. We can take full advantage of the lovely weather, enjoy the gardens and fields and events that are put on in the UK. And I also think it's so nice because everyone's in a a really pleasant mood. You know, schools are shut. uh, So kids are out and about playing football. I think that, you know, we've got longer days so we can take advantage of everything and, and really finish work and then actually go outside and go for a run or meet up with friends. And it's six o'clock in the afternoon. So it's perfect. How would you describe some of the feelings and emotions you have during the summertime here in Britain? I think it's a combination, really. I think I'm, as a person, a lot more positive. It's I, I'm affected by nice weather, sunny weather. And it's also like w- waking up and going to work. You're still in a good mood and a happy mood because yeah you wake up it's daylight rather than sort of dark normally during winter it, it gets light much later on in the day and dark a lot earlier while in summertime it's sort of you wake up at 5 30 in the morning and it's light and you go to bed and it's you know 10 30 and there's still a bit of light so longer days mean you're a lot more positive you can cram a lot more into your day and enjoy it more interesting to hear what Robbie was saying about people's mood changing in the summer. The British people make the most of the sunny weather. You know, the sun is out and everybody's wearing T-shirts and shorts and uh, really everybody just enjoys the, the sort of good, good hot weather. Yeah, as soon as the sun comes out, we like to make the most of it. And the UK is one of the biggest markets for convertible cars as well. You know, you wouldn't have thought that with the, the way the weather changes all the time. Yeah, but people, I love convertible cars myself. <laughs> people love making the most of the sunshine. So if you're visiting the UK, it's not all sunshine in the summer. Uh, you need to be prepared for all weathers. And I think that the British people are, are used to all weathers. And there's a lot of resilience to the weather. I love going walking. And there's a great writer of um, British walking guides called Alfred Wainwright. And he said, there's no such thing as bad weather, only unsuitable clothing. Back in Rosanna's article, she talks about some of the summer sports, tennis at Wimbledon, cricket, playing croquet. So what do you like to do in the summer? There is so much going on in the summer in UK and I I love the fact that there are so many festivals, activities. For example, there's the proms, which is the eight-week summer season of classical music organised by the BBC since 1927. There's festivals like Glastonbury, the Isle of Wight, 
Yeah, I stayed Ford in, in Wales, um, which is the annual cultural festival with music, arts, dance, performances, mainly in Welsh. Yeah, Edinburgh, Edinburgh Festival in yeah. Scotland. Yeah. Yes, so yes. There's so much going on. Uh, the sort of multicultural nature of the UK and appreciation of different cultures is very much present in the summer. Yeah, so, you've got... Um, Notting Hill Carnival in yeah. London, yeah, celebrating Caribbean yeah. culture. Um, there's more than a million people go there over that weekend. And but yeah, there's even another nearer to, to Bath as the St. Paul's Fest Carnival in, in Bristol, mm-hmm. um, as well as WOMAD, WOMAD World of Music, Art and Dance, uh, which is just around the corner from Bath, which is really one of my favorites because you could experience so many different cultures, music from all over the world. And I really like, love it. You name it, you could have Latin American musicians, African musicians, and musicians from local ethnic communities as well. But it's, it's wonderful to, to hear that. But apart from the music and art and dance, there is also food, fantastic food that you could taste at the festivals from really all over the world. Do you enjoy food at the festivals? I love the opportunity to, to try all the different foods there. Well, summer is all about eating outside, whether it's a restaurant, pub, garden, picnic, I, I love having picnics during the summer in England. It's my favourite place for picnics is the Royal Crescent in Bath. Oh, very nice. So what do you like to eat on your picnics? In our family, we love sandwiches. We take lots of different sandwiches. I suppose one of our favourite fillings is cucumber. Mm. We really like them. Very refreshing in, in the summer. But apart from sandwiches, we also take scotch eggs, sausage rolls, pork pies. Mm. What, what about dessert? And for desserts, Victoria sponge mm. and strawberries and cream. We love Ooh, strawberries and cream. Lovely. And it's a great time, actually, when you can go out and pick your own fruit just a few miles away from our house, there's a pick-your-own strawberries farm. So you can go along there, you get given a basket, you go along and pick your own strawberries, and then pay for the, the strawberries by the weight of the basket at the end. It's, it's a great family outing as well. Mm. So in this episode, we've been talking about the Great British Summer, We've talked about activities, festivals, food, picnics. So what we haven't discussed, which is an essential part of the Great British Summer, is the British seaside. And that's going to be the subject of our next episode. So make sure you don't miss it. If you're a new listener, please click on the subscribe button. Go to the British Culture Club homepage. You can join the club to get updates so you don't miss our blog articles and other news. Look forward to you joining us next episode. Stavanka, thank you very much for being here on this episode. Thank you for inviting me. See you then. Bye-bye. This podcast is a Languages United project. Languages United is a British Council accredited language school 
teaching English in their school in Bath and online. Their lessons improve your English skills and your understanding of British culture. If you need to improve your English for a UK visa application, Languages United provides preparation courses for the UK VI approved English exams. Follow the link to the British Culture Club homepage in the show notes below to find out more.